This program is solely intended for your viewing pleasure. Hello and welcome to the Gems of Wrestling podcast. My name is Flemerald, I am the Precious Gem of Professional Wrestling, joined by... Rusty Pudding. Hello. And Mr. No Gimmicks Needed. Hello. Pass and Dunk. <laughs> yeah! Pass and Dunk. And <laughs> <laughs> Gimmicks not dying. And do you know what? I don't care that I'm not No Gimmicks, because I definitely have a gimmick. Of pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. I fucking love it. I love our tag team. <laughs> oh, well, today we're going to talk about some belts that you guys are never going to win. Because they're defunct and unusual. I have you know we're fantastic wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> what are your aspirations as a tag team? What are you aiming for? World WWE Championship. World Domination. Oh, yeah, yeah WWE Championship. Would, yeah. would you sell for like TNA tag team? We're going to unify every tag team belt in the world. You're going to be oh like, God, yeah, let's go <laughs> and get all of them. We'll have like 400 on as I was walking. I was like, yeah, we're the best. You're going to be like the <laughs> Ultimo Dragon of tag team yeah, wrestling. That's yeah, that's what we're exactly. Unify everything. <laughs> well, you're never going to win these because they're gone. And, of course, in wrestling, there is a lot of belts that have disappeared. They've yeah. come and gone. There is loads and loads. So I've narrowed it down to some uh, unique ones. Some that are a bit different. We're also going to induct a holder of one of these belts into our Hall of Fame. We have no idea who. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've basically just decided this on the fly. Yeah. We're going to pick our favourite defunct championship out of all these. So we can't pick whoever held it last. Okay. So we could yeah, we could get someone really good or someone oh, really bad. So the final, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, the final holder of one of these unusual belts is going to be inducted into the Gems of Wrestling Hall of Fame. So let's get started. And uh, there's only one place to start when you're talking about old, defunct, unusual titles. We're going to start with the NWA. That is old. The NWA was like the collective efforts of all the territories around the United States. Yeah. So, as we've talked about before, they'd have one champion that will go from territory to territory as the NWA champion. What does it stand for? You're gonna have to. You might have to go through all of these when it comes to like the. Different okay, it's National kind of... Wrestling Alliance. Okay. See, off the top of my head, if I'd heard NWA, I would have said Northern Wrestling America or something like that. No, no. Then, see, that's why I want to ask because I want to know what all these Can are. Can you not think of any other NWA that may get confused with? I can. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you drawing a blank with it? I am. Really have a brain fart. Dr. Dre. Um, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Oh, uh, okay. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg. That's the best like name with Snoop Dogg in it. Uh, Is it around that, that group? Okay. You, okay. you know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's with attitude and the N stands for something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, beginning in 1949. Galaxy far far I know, away. I was so tempted to say that. I was halfway through having a drink, I'm thinking, shit, I've missed my cue here. This is cute to interrupt. <laughs> there was a, a championship, and uh, to be honest, with this list, I've decided that you've got to start off quite light. You don't want to get too heavy with the subject, and... You're going to start small and then get bigger. Mm-hmm. So we're starting with the World Midgets Championship. Why do we? Why do we always come back to midgets? <laughs> why, why is that our thing? 
Because they need some some attention. They need putting up on a pedestal, do they? <laughs> We've done a whole episode on midgets. We literally did a whole episode just talking about midgets. What's wrong? What's wrong with us? Yeah, go back and listen to that episode. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> but they did have their own championship. The as I say, NWA World Midgets Championship. Now, for large periods of the time that the belt was around... You mean small periods? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. There, oh. there was no one actually documenting the title changes, so there is big, big gaps in the title history. So somebody may have lost it, won it, lost it, somebody else had it, mm. over a period of 10, 15 years, but it no just goes knows. down as one block title reign for one guy. And the title was around from 1949 to 2009. What? All the so way. So fairly, fairly recently become defunct man. Exactly. Fucking hell. First champion was Sky Lolo. He won a 30 midget tournament in Paris. Fuck. If he was normal size, it would just be Sky Low. <laughs> because it's midget, Sky Low Low. Sky High. <laughs> That'd be the giant one. Like yeah, the giant version kind of Sky yeah. High. <laughs> Fucking hell, though. <laughs> But with uh, exotic locations like winning a title in Paris, it's very much disputed whether it ever happened. You know, they just said, oh, he's the champion he won in Paris. What? They just make it up. And they name, they name a place which people who are around are not going to, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just assume. We weren't there, so we don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Pick thing. somewhere where there isn't a massive wrestling fan base and they're like, oh, exactly. that's going to have gone over everyone's head. Like the, yeah. uh, the women's tag, we say that was uh, a title change in Cairo. Never happened. Never happened. Cairo? They just say, oh, the titles are now with them. Want them in Cairo. Oh, okay. And no one's ever, ever going to check it. They, no. could, they could not get away with that now. Oh, no. No, not with social media yeah. and the internet and stuff now. So, yeah, it's, it's all very much debated, but Sky Lolo is probably the best known champion. Next up, we have the NWA World Brass Knuckles champion. Oh, my goodness. What? That's what? the most badass thing I've ever heard. What does that mean to you? What does that uh, sound like? That they use brass knuckles to beat the shit into each other? Basically, yeah. In or out? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we said beat the shit into them. It was like, what are you doing? Just, like, pounding it. You want to put the shit in and you want to take the shit out? What? I don't know. Please, please tell me how William Regal won it. <laughs> I don't believe he did. Well, what's the point? Did Macho Man, because... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as I'm aware, no. Oh. no. This is shambles. Skip. It only lasted. It only lasted for four years. Gypsy Joe. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was his name? Gypsy Joe. Gypsy Joe. <laughs> he was the first champion. Of course, he was. He defeated the Mexican Angel in a tournament final. Okay. Yeah, so both men had to wear brass knuckles in every championship match. That was fucking the, hell that was that's, that's brutal is, yeah. <laughs> I bet the matches didn't last very long to be fair that makes hardcore matches seem fairly tame yeah, oh, yeah. like legitimately not just hitting people with like bins and fucking <laughs> the occasional steel chair actual fucking brass knuckles I know that are illegal to wear <laughs> you know ridiculous every single match now we're going to move on from the NWA let's get to more familiar territory we're going to go for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation so Precursor to the WWE via WWF. So we're going to talk about the WWF United States Heavyweight Championship. So Does this have any relation to the current United States Championship? No, the current United States Championship takes oh, its lineage from WWE. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't know that. Which originated as an NWA <laughs> title. 
But before that, there was the uh, WWWF United States Heavyweight Championship. So they did it before the NWA, before WCW. And the first champion was Bobo Brazil, who was quite a popular black wrestler. I know him. Mm. First heavyweight title holder, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, yeah. Disputed. Dis- but... That's correct. Yeah, it was disputed. He did hold the NWA title, but... Uh, yeah. It's... When you've just been saying about how sketchy their history is. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of... They don't recognise it anymore that he ever held it. If you look on the wiki page, it does tell you all these unofficial title reigns. He's in there, but... NWA never officially recognised it. The problem is, when you've got all these promoters, have they have to agree on one NWA champion to go to every single territory. Mm. So, you're a promoter, Mr. No Gimmicks Needed. You don't actually, but... In this instance you are, you're going to want your wrestler to be the NWA champion. Yeah. You're going to want yours to be as well, Rusty. Yeah. I'm going to want mine to be. Because you're going to make shitloads more money that way. So... There's going to be disputes when you're trying to get like 30 or 40 people to agree on one champion. Then a title change happens and afterwards half the promoters say, no, I don't agree with that. Well, you think about this though, the guy, black guy who won it, imagine if he went to South of, like the South America, not not South America, but like yeah. Texas and the other places like that. Yeah. They in, the, in the, what, 40s? Early 50s, something like that? Probably looking at 50s. I mean, Bobo yes. Brazil was like the 60s, no. 70s. Oh, you right. know, still though. Yeah, but like no, you're right. It's still would 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 like the territory in Texas go? Oh, we want him to come with us. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah they want so lynch they, him. They don't want a black guy to come in the, as the champion. Yeah, I want to say junkyard dog, but a story of a, a black wrestler anyway. Where on the way into a town for a show, <clears throat> the police stopped the car, seeing a black wrestler in it. Obviously, had to argue the point. He's here for the show. Blah blah blah. So what they did is these uh, the, the police went to the show. Mm-hmm. The black guy had to wrestle in the first match. He couldn't stay any later than that. And as soon as the match was over, they escorted him to the uh, outskirts of town, left him at a, a, a petrol station to be picked up by the other wrestlers when the show was over. That's just a isn't it? That is disgusting. Yeah, that was it. I know it was Mississippi, Louisiana, one of them southern states. And that, that's how, how it was. How recent was that? Yeah, I got to ask that. I'd, probably early 80s. I believe. So it's not that long ago. So that, yeah, so could have been James ID or someone like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to yeah. try and figure out the name of it. I, I mean, remember gonna... the story and I just forgot the name of who it was. The WWWF North American Heavyweight title was kind of treated as the intercontinental title of its time. And it was replaced by the WWWF North American Heavyweight title. So... No longer were they just representing the United States, they're now representing Canada. It was introduced in February 1979 and it only lasted two years. Our first champion was Ted DiBiase and to be fair there was not many other champions after that. <laughs> wonder why that is. It got replaced basically because in 1979 the Intercontinental title was also created. So you had these two titles for mid-card wrestlers that were on, mm. the, on the up. What's the point in having both? So eventually they were unified basically. Next title we've already spoke about, it's the WWF Junior Heavyweight, which was defended in New Japan. We spoke about it became the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title when the WWF and New Japan terminated their agreement. Yeah. So we're not going to dwell on that for too long. <laughs> also defended in New Japan, WWF belt was, we've mentioned it before, the World's Martial Arts Heavyweight Championship. Oh. Yeah, we did mention that before. Did they actually have to use martial arts? It was kind of a shoot fight title, so the idea was that it wasn't a 
you know, a wrestling match. It would be more about strikes and kicking and Bullshit. try and make it look like it's a proper fight, which is what wrestling is supposed to be anyway. So, you know, what's the point? But it was basically awarded to Antonio Inoki when the agreement was made in December 1978. So WWF gifted him, who was running the show. He was exclusive to New Japan after 1985. So even after the agreement was ended, it carried on for another four years to 1989. Are there the good reasons some of these belts have become defunct? I mean, obviously, like, promotion, like, yeah, that's, a good, that's a good question. Like that. Yeah. So, obviously, New Japan carried on. Yeah. Why did that belt get discontinued? If you say the agreement ended and then the belt disappears, yeah. that's because that's the, yeah, but it's that's not fair, their but that, property. That one carried on for, like, four years. Another four years. Maybe the WWF just didn't care work, enough, yeah, care care enough care to enough. actually stop it and then after four years went... Wait, that's our belt. Exactly. Stop that now. Well, it was Vince McMahon <laughs> Sr. that gifted this belt. Vince McMahon Jr. that ended the agreement. So maybe Vince McMahon Jr. just, yeah, didn't know about it. But Antonio Inoki's first reign lasted 3,780 days. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? How long is that? How many years is that? Ten. <laughs> ten. Yeah, about ten. Yeah, just over ten years. <laughs> Couldn't have been many of us. No. That's, that's, that's almost Hulk Hogan-esque, though. It kind of oh. is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. When that title was made defunct, they did replace it in 1990 with a championship called the Greatest 18 Championship. Yeah. Okay. The title was kept around until September 1992 when they just dropped it again. Next up is the Canadian heavyweight title. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is going to be a short bit, isn't it? Rusty Pudding. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the um, one and only holder of the Canadian title was? <laughs> you know, all right. I still don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> After all these weeks, I still don't know his name. You've been jostling with us. You've been taking the mic, but you haven't even learnt his name yet. What's his name? Dino Bravo. I do know that. Dino Bravo, yeah. Yeah, you'll know him. He was quite a... He was around for a bit, like, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I do know him. Yeah, he was just... He became the Canadian heavyweight champion when he joined, and he left the following year in January 1986, and the title just disappeared. So what really happened with the Canadian heavyweight title was the WWF purchased a company called International Wrestling, or Lutte Internationale in French, because it was a French-Canadian wrestling company. Oh, I thought you you just being fancy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, Dino um, Bravo was their champion, so when they bought the promotion, they took the wrestlers that they wanted. Like they do. Like they do. Dino Bravo was one of them, and he was their champion, so they made him the Canadian heavyweight champion I, in the WF. I have an important question. Yes? Was he Canadian? Yes, he was. Thank God for that. He was French-Canadian, <laughs> Thank yes. God for that. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So that title was uh, kind of unofficial in the WWF, but they I, had it. I think they should bring it back. The Canadian heavyweight title. And give it to Chris Jericho. And then Jericho can always have it. <laughs> well, that would be quite good. What about Kevin Owens? He's yeah, Canadian. Fuck him. And... Oh, no, because that could really work on their rivalry. Rivalry? And Sami Zayn. <laughs> rivalry. Took Sami Zayn Then Sami Zayn in the mix, yeah. And... Other Canadians. Chris Benoit. <laughs> did he ever win the hardcore title? <laughs> no, he did not. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something horrific. I'm glad oh, you did. <laughs> we cut you off there, yes. Let's move on, quick. But... Should definitely bring it back. That, that well, Chris Benoit is dead. No, <laughs> <laughs> he burned his family. Ollie, he's dead. The Canadian 
belt because that could definitely be worked into some sort of storyline. Well, because United Kingdom title, so why can't they? Well, no, I'm just thinking Jericho. Obviously, he's got his ego. He's like bring it back and just be like, yeah, I'm the Canadian title holder because because I'm Jericho. Well, to be fair, why Kevin Owens doing that now with the United States? I know he's going for the whole I'm the new face of America thing, but he's Canadian, so why not just say I'm rebranding this? There's like, a Canadian belt. Exactly, Lance Storm did it in WCW. He yeah, he had it and he just put a Canadian flag on it and said, no, I'm the Canadian champion. Or oh, he can be the new face of America. Jericho comes in with the Canadian belt saying, I am Canadian, this is Canadian belt, so <laughs> fucking suck it. So the next unofficial belt we're going to talk about is the Million Dollar Championship. Oh, we all remember this, don't see, this, we? This could, this could win. Oh, it's good. This could win. Did Ted DiBiase have the running champs? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much what happened was he failed to win the WWF Championship and he tried to buy it as well and that fell through. That's when Andre beat Hogan and Andre gave it to Ted DiBiase straight away. But WWF said no, it's null and void, title's vacant, so Fair enough. Teddy Biasi then created his own bell at $125,000 it cost to create the million dollar championship. So it's not a million dollars then? No, it's not. Did it really also cost that much? Yeah. What? Yeah. $125,000 yeah. on three dollar signs on a bit of fucking leather? It's like a diamond, isn't it? Bullshit, it was real diamonds. Bullshit. It was... Diamonds mined by 40 virgins of <laughs> Africa. <laughs> and they're blood diamonds. Blood diamonds of 40 virgins. And Why not be virgins? Well, <laughs> they also lost the sight while mining, so. You know, yeah, that's true. That's why it was so expensive. Aksana, she stole the belt from the champion. She stole it, she took it. Her boyfriend at the time, Goldust, stole it from her. Goldust, man. Yeah. Who gave it to. Ted DiBiase Sr. saying, you know, this belongs to you. He then tried to give it back to the person who was champion. And he just said, nah, don't need it anymore. <laughs> what a boss. And now, I, get, now went, I feel like we need to induct it just so we can find out who this person is. I, I, know, it, I know it is, don't I? You pro- yeah, you'll know him. While we're talking about unofficial championships, there is one that was in ECW. Ooh. Yep. So ECW had the heavyweight, they had the TV, and they had the tag. Obviously pretty standard for any promotion. They also had the ECW FTW Heavyweight Championship. Is that for the win? Nope. Oh. Was it another promotion that ECW had bought and nope. amalgamated with? ECW could not afford to pay their own wrestlers, never mind buy <laughs> well, a promotion. You know. <laughs> no, it was the Fuck the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, I should have guessed. I should have guessed. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shane Douglas was the heavyweight champion and Taz was challenging him for the title, but he couldn't have the match because, you know, Douglas was injured. So Taz decided to create his own world title and this was it. <laughs> they fucked the world. Fucking hell. Bell, yeah. Well done, Taz. Yeah, so he threw a match. He lost on purpose, so the belt was with somebody else so he could then go on and challenge for the actual heavyweight title. And then... Eventually would be unified with the heavyweight title, so you know it was FTW heavyweight. The heavyweight title. (laughs) It was the FTW versus the ECW heavyweight. So it's fuck the world heavyweight title. Yeah. So that's basically what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant! Fuck the world heavyweight title. I didn't think of that. I just call it the fuck the world, you know, heavyweight title. It's it's the fuck the world heavyweight title. Yeah. Sweet. 
I'm so glad I could possibly get a vote now. There's a few good ones, isn't there? It's a brilliant name, that. That's it, just purely off the name. It's kind of... I didn't think too much to it until you just pointed that out, and now, yeah, that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't forget Taz. We're going to jump back into the NWA, but we're going to go like more modern. This is 90s NWA. Oh, I know these NWAs. Uh, well, yes, you do. The NWA didn't really have a home because the last major promotion that they were affiliated with was ECW. ECW double-crossed them in a tournament where they were going to crown the new NWA champion. And after that, they had, like, no TV exposure whatsoever. They relied on other promotions to promote them. So the NWA Tag Team Championship started in WCW in July 1992. The first champions were Terry Gordy, who was a free bird, and Steve Williams, who you'll know as Dr. Death. Yeah. Then, when WCW terminated their agreement with NWA, they didn't terminate an agreement. They withdrew from the NWA because they technically were still members. Then it was only ECW left and ECW double cross, and then that basically killed the, the NWA. Killed it. Didn't it. But after appearing in WCW with these belts, they turned up in 1998, I believe, in the WWF. Incorrect. Oh, okay. Seven. At the very end of 997. <laughs> Thank you very much for correcting me. It was the the Rockers. The Rock and Roll Express, sorry. That's it, The Rock yeah. and Roll Express, they turned up. They were the NWA champions at the time, so they'd been defending them in, on independent shows and stuff, and then all of a sudden they had an agreement with the WWF. Yeah. Oh, great, they get to go on WWF TV now. And brought the belts with them. And, yeah, belts with them, because they held them. Who were the current WWF champions at the time? Rusty might know. At the time... It might have been LOD. I don't think there was ever a confrontation between the WWF tag and the NWA oh, tag. I was, was going to say, I was no. wondering if there's any friction because they've just no. come strolling in with this belt that they haven't had to. The, the whole NWA invasion angle was done very poorly. Oh, terrible. They, they never got involved in each other, really. No. I mean, the Headbangers won the title the <laughs> NWA Tag Team Championships I know that so they, they held both then that's quite they, impressive they, they did that are they possibly the only tag teams who have held both wait so when the uh, NWA invasion ended the new Midnight Express were the champions as you said I did and they went back to kind of obscurity being defended on independent shows and stuff like that and then they reared their head one more time in 2002 they turned up in TNA as the NWA TNA Tag Team Championships they did yeah so these belts were defended, or they were on TV, in WCW, WWF, and TNA. So the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the WCW version is what I'm talking about, was founded in November 1988, and it lasted until September 1993. In 1991, it was rebranded the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, as we would know it. The heavyweight title of WCW. Is which the N- then became the... World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. So... It's not defunct. So, technically, that's also been on three shows as the NWA, WCW and WWF. And oh, technically yeah. it's not defunct because it's the WWF World Heavyweight title now. Yeah, technically. Mm, well, well, no, if you, can, if you can trace it back to that, then surely it's still... So, you probably so, can, but... I've mentioned it mostly for a little period in time when it got a bit confusing, and I want to address it. Okay, so, but basically, but we can't. So, so the WWE Championship is you know got all this prestige, but the World Heavyweight Championship, which was always known as the, the lesser championship, yeah, still had 
loads of prestige. Oh, definitely, like, yeah. Um, like, massive. goes years back, I guess, now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, 1988 was when it was became the WCW, the title that we knew that came to WWF mm. as the, well, WCW title and then the world title. In late 1991, Ric Flair was the WCW heavyweight champion. He left WCW due to a disagreement. Yeah. Problem was... When you won the NWA title, you put down a $25,000 deposit. Yeah, and you got that deposit back when you lost it. It's like a security thing that you're not just going to keep the belt. If you were going to lose it, you've got to lose it so you get your money back. Fucking love Ric Flair. Just take it. Did he just go, fuck the 25k and just fuck off with the belt? For a little while he did, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. (laughs) Fucking brilliant. He turned up in the World Wrestling Federation with the WCW heavyweight belt. Fucking did. (laughs) Known as, he called it the real world's heavyweight title. How about this? What is that? This happens to be the real championship belt. That's not Hogan's belt, Brain. I know the champ's belt when I see it. You're right. Comparing this belt to Hulk Hogan's belt would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. Comparing the men that wear these belts would also be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. You see, the man that owns this belt is right now under contract to another organization. But in the very near future, he might be coming to the World Wrestling Federation. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. This man not only has challenged Hogan on numerous occasions, unanswered, may I add, but you want to compare him, fine. Then let's compare Hulk Hogan to Ric Flair. God. I bet Vince McMahon fucking loved that. Oh, Cause yeah. Because yeah. Ric Flair has essentially paid £25,000 for the WWF to have the WCW title. Basically, yeah. That is a good bit of business by Vince. They did. <laughs> at so, a certain point, they had to then um, blur any image of that title yeah. on TV, obviously, for legal reasons. But for a little while... It was shown in full form, and if you see it on the network, will it be unblurred again? I now? think it is. Yeah, yeah. well, because yeah, because WWE owned WCW. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. yeah, that, yeah. No, no, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Exactly. So what WCW did in the meantime was they hosted a tournament to win a new WCW title, which was an old Florida championship that Dusty Rhodes had. Yeah. So Lex Luger won that belt. Oh. So he was the new WCW champion. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Fucking hell. No wonder WCW fell. <laughs> but eventually... So, hang on, would that be the defunct title then? Yeah, that is because a defunct that's one, title. That's one that got made up to replace this NWA one. Yeah, there. but we'll, we'll get to it in just a right. second. Um, this is confusing. It's getting very yeah, confusing. Exactly. <laughs> this is very convoluted. <laughs> oh, it really is. So Ric Flair eventually sent the belt back and he got his 25 thousand dollars with interest he got interest on it as oh well. my god so he made money <laughs> he made money off <laughs> he that. made money off stealing fucking the title man. <laughs> the fucking wheeling dealing man oh, like, fucking brilliant i love rick flair <laughs> god and it was masahiro chono who was an nwo member later on we spoke about yep. yeah. he won the big gold belt but this big gold belt you can't call it the wcw championship because there's a new there's one. already a new one so what what they rebranded it was the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. That's a mouthful, isn't it? That is. So in the same company, you had the WCW Heavyweight Championship and the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. Did you also have the United States as well? Yeah, you had the United States and so the TV. So there's quite a few at the time at WCW. It was... It, it was just, in this early 90s, they had basically two world champions, just like WWE had mm. when they had two brands and whatnot. And mm. even when the... 
you know, unified again. They still had two world champions, and that's how ridiculous it was. But this was in the early nineties. I mean, I so they to... did it before. They did it before WWF. Yes, well, I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent here, though. Right? So, us on a tangent, never. <laughs> Read the title of that belt out again, please. WCW International. Okay. Read it out, but I want you to read the WCW. Okay, yeah. Yeah. World Championship Wrestling International World Heavyweight Championship of the so, Wrestling so they, so they say wrestling twice and championship twice. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Fucking I hate when they do and that. And world. Yeah. Yeah. And does it go twice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. When Ric Flair would return to WCW. Yeah, of course he would. And, uh, I bet he made loads of money. I know what he's going to do. What's he going to do? He's going to declare it as the official World Heavyweight title again, isn't he? So what happened was, Ric Flair returned and he won the WCW Heavyweight Championship, which was not the big gold belt. Which was the imposter belt. The imposter. Sting won the... Original. The original big gold belt, known as the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. And they had a unification match to... Put an end to all this nonsense. (laughs) Brilliant. Just one World Heavyweight Champion. So who won it? I'm not going to say because then you'll know who the last champion oh. was. Although now you know it's one of them too. So, but to be fair, it's WCW. Of course, it's going to be one of them too. So. You know what? Though? I bet Ric Flair made loads of money out of all that. Oh yeah, I bet he was fucking minted by the end of all that fucking shit. <laughs> as soon as he goes to WCW, oh, I might come back. Well, what? This much money? Yeah. They would have given whatever he wanted. Exactly. Just, just for the belt as well. Yeah. Then yeah. they would have yeah. got the belt back. Yeah. Well, they fucking. Pay- I don't know how much interest they paid, but. They paid more than 25000 that he originally laid out for. Uh, it'd be quite a bit, I imagine. We're at the halfway point. Doing great so far. We? What's all this we stuff? I'm doing all the hard work. Great time's over. Here we go. We're now at the women's tag. All right, so there's only like eight more. Yeah. Nine more. Wait, hasn't that come back? No, the women's tag has not come back. Oh, why not? There's, oh. there's enough women's what? wrestlers now. What made you think it came back? I don't know. <laughs> for some reason thought there was a women's tag title. Why isn't there? Because there's, there's a fairly big roster of women. There's a fairly big roster of women's wrestlers. There is, yeah. They could, they could. Uh, you could have Nia, you could have Nia Jax win it on her own. Well, Just so she's like, there we go. She we counts as two. That'd be fucking immense. <laughs> Not like straight off. Like bring it back. Have a couple of people win it, and then and then, and then Nia Jax just goes like, "Well, fuck this shit." Just comes in. And like the, gets the title challenge on her own, like like maybe even comes in with someone and then just sacks them off, like <laughs> like chucks them like over some railings and like KOs them for the whole match. She just declares just, herself, just declares herself the one winner and just has both belts at once. <laughs> Speaking of which, we are talking about the WWF Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, I'm not really going to go too far into it because we spoke about it enough on Saturday night's main event. And it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it was the an NWA belt that when WWF broke away officially, they continued it with their own champions, Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, it went on till February 1989, although, interesting fact... It was defended at the first Royal Rumble. So there is a women's tag team Ooh, championship match at the first uh, yeah, Rumble. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I know that. There you go. In the two out of three falls match, nonetheless. I didn't know that. Really? <laughs> yeah. It that's, had no reason to be two out of three falls. That's a bit odd because, you know, you always hear them scheduled for one fall. So yeah. to hear it scheduled for three is... Yeah. <laughs> or two. Well. <laughs> two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's like, that's, yeah. that's actually quite... 
I don't know if it was part of the belt. No, where... technically there could be three because you could have one, one, and then. Let's call yeah. it two out of three. That's why they gave <laughs> me that to avoid this confusion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was part of the, uh, the the belt where it had to be two out of three falls. So I have no idea. I never looked into it. But sticking with women, but moving to a different company, we're going to talk about WCW Women's Championship. It lasted from December '96 to sometime in '97. That's okay, how. So sometime in '97 as well. Sometime in '97. So it could, it could be January. So, yeah. so it could last a month. Exactly. Did it get sacked off because someone wandered off with the women's title to WCW Ben chance, isn't that? Around that time frame. Well, the WWF women's champion was um Alundra Blaze. She left as champion to go to WCW, which you're talking about. Dropped the WWF women's title in the belt and said this is where the the big girls play, because it play on what WCW's tagline. And she entered the tournament to become the first women's champion in December ninety-six. Lost in the final to Akira Hokuto, mm-hmm. and then that belt just went to Japan to be defended in she's, New Japan. She's a good wrestler. Is she? Watch, you should watch some of the matches. I'm really, I've seen that match. It's good. But She's yeah. good in it. I like her. Okay. Japanese women wrestlers are pretty good, I think. Yeah, Japanese yeah. Japanese wrestlers in general are normally yeah. pretty good, to be mm. fair. But what happened was in June 97, Hokuto, still champion, just left um, America, and that's when she just stayed in Japan. She never came back with the belt, so she was stripped of the title. Somebody else won it in a tournament in Japan, which is kind of stupid, seen as the other champion. Just it. Yeah, because she went to Japan, and eventually they, they all become a big mess. WCW just severed the ties with Japan. And on the subject of WCW women, there was a WCW Women's Cruiserweight Championship. That seems awfully specific. I'm sure most women in wrestling would be classified as cruiserweight surely yeah there's an odd few I guess there might be over you know 205 or 220 whatever the ruling was at the time but come on most of them are going to be under it anyway so what the fuck's the point having a woman's cruiserweight no it seems a bit pointless it does anyway Toshi Umatsu defeated Malia Hosaka in a tournament final which was on WCW main event a B show it's like being on Jacked or, oh. or Metal. Yeah, won the title. This was April 97 and it was just abandoned in 97 at some point. You know, no real mention of it. Oh, fair enough. I hate titles like that. Can we go back for just a second then? You know, we're talking about the NWA WCW heavyweight title. Yeah. Are we putting the imposter title in as the defunct one? If you can, yeah. If you can trace the current... World Heavyweight title back to the, the end of the yeah. one. Yeah, so the title that Lex Luger won, won is the one no, that No, 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 sorry, no. The one that Lex Luger won would be the one that counts in the lineage. What, the big gold? Yeah. So the big gold is still a thing now. That is what is now. Mm, it, well, that big gold belt's not around anymore, but the lineage did the go lineage on. lineage goes on from that to the current yeah. World Heavyweight Remember, title. it's not called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship anymore. It's called the WWE Championship. It's gone back to being the WWE Championship. So they've kind of just backed off the World Championship now. But is it still... I'd still associate it with that lineage, though. So technically, if, you, if you're thinking about it, yeah. Dean Ambrose was the last World, <laughs> world Heavyweight Champion because when AJ Styles won it, yeah. it became the WWE. So technically, Dean Ambrose would be the last world heavyweight champion. Of that lineage, tracing yeah. back to WCW. Technically, technically. I'd like to hear people's views on that, because I personally think that once it's, you know, 
What's the I, th- I What's think sp- it's still part of the lineage, even though they've dropped the heavy. I'm with you on it. that. I, I still believe that counts. But technically... Technically, yeah, yeah, it's a technicality, and I'd like to hear people's views. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Personally, I'm with you, no gimmicks, I think. Once it's unified, it stays with that, regardless of what happens to the name or whatever. But also, I don't think it hurts. It's an interesting point. I don't think it hurts for the WWE Champion... What is it now? WWE Championship. Yeah. I don't think it hurts for it to have that lineage that no, traces no. back to, you know, the likes of well, Ric Flair and... They, 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 and they did, yeah. WWE did something very clever. They combined both... Lineages, yeah, they yeah. They combined the whole WCW shit and then WWF stuff. Yeah, so it's quite clever, I guess. It is, and yeah. people hated it. Now I've just thought about it. It's genius. It is, yeah. <laughs> this was their big rival promotion. They're basically saying, yeah, and it's all one now. And it gave them chance to start a new lineage with the Universal Championship. Now. That's it. Yeah, brand new with the first champion lasting a day. Next up, we're staying with WCW. We're going to go to the Television Championship, which again is not really an unusual belt, but. It was always defended with a 10 or 15 minute time limit. Mm-hmm. The whole point of the television title is it has to be won within this time frame. I like that idea. It gave a lot of, like, the babyface would be winning, about to get the victory, but oh no, the time's run out. Whereas the heavyweight title was like no limit, no yeah. time limit. Oh, so had it, to have a definitive winner. So it's got a television title because it had to be shown between each commercial break. Yeah. Because obviously that's, oh, that, that, that's the reason. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's. Okay. I just wanted to mention that because that's that's pretty, yeah, especially because we've been fucked up by ad breaks in the shows we've oh, been watching. Yeah. It really annoys me, exactly. Yeah. And I would like to see more matches actually held within those time frames. But, yeah. but then you have an issue with that. Then that means they can't have these long, drawn out, good matches. True. They can't have you know the classics like you know last man standings or anything like yeah, that yeah no it, it has to be pretty much a singles match oh really. it's an Iron Man yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah but that's different though. the 10 minute Iron like Man match an Iron Man match you wouldn't get on a normal episode of Raw no true it's, it's happened on Smackdown before I think it has happened on Raw but yeah. it's a one off it's yeah, yeah. unique but, and you could make exceptions for that but yeah. by and large as a rule well didn't didn't you have an Iron Woman match on Raw recently I'm one that sure. Sasha and Charlotte or Charlotte and Bailey. I was on NXT. No, there was there was a, on Raw. There was one on Raw as well. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was an Iron Woman. Okay, maybe. But they call it an Iron Man match, which bugs me so much. <laughs> it's it's two women. It's not an Iron Man. Well, someone sounds a bit sexist, doesn't it's it? It's not sexist. It's yeah, an Iron Woman but, match. Yeah, no, I do get what you're yeah, from. Yeah. yeah, like a last man standing match. Would you call it women standing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What was you gonna say? What was you gonna say? I was gonna say. It's, it's not offensive. I was gonna say Bell in a Cell. <laughs> Bell in a Cell. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like a dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tits in the cell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fanny in the cell. <laughs> yeah? That's kind of what I'm going for, yeah. Fanny in the cell match. Oh, shit. <laughs> I also wanted to mention the WCW television title because... It was created in February 1974 and lasted all the way to April 2000. Ooh. And some big names have won it, I believe. A lot of big names have won it. I mean, the first champion was Danny Miller, who I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no. Got a boring name. What a very boring name. And I'm not going to say who the last champion was, but I'm going to talk about that afterwards. But I just want to mention that the state of WCW in 2000 meant that this belt that had gone for all these years... Somebody just threw it in the bin, decided I want not champion anymore, don't want it, threw it in the bin. A couple of weeks later, another wrestler found it in the bin and declared himself the new champion. 
<laughs> so I kind of like that. Really? Yeah, it's, it's quite for, amusing. For a prestigious belt, come on. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. And it did have a bit of prestige about it. Just the, the fact time. that it lasted from 1974. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't, what, isn't there a famous story of a, a belt going missing at an airport? And you had, really? to, you had to get a new belt in. Wasn't it like the WF or something? It was a big belt. I'm not familiar with this story, but, but I yeah. wish I was. But so, going on, going on the whole finding it a bit, the guy who found that belt, is he not, is he still actually the world, <laughs> he's meant to be the WWE champion? He's, well, yeah, oh, he's TV got that champion. original belt. yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying, so yeah, so I can't remember which belt it was, but it was a story about a belt going missing. Oh, I'm going to read up on that because that mm. sounds ace. But so it just it just dissolved. Well, no, he this guy became the champion, and he was the last champion. The guy that found it in the bin. <laughs> but WCW decided to reboot the whole promotion, which meant they stripped everybody of the titles. Oh, they oh. did. What was the point in that? Just to say, yeah, fuck everything that's happened before. We're starting fresh. Start again. It's like, I can kind of see why. I can see. I can see the reasoning state. behind it. Yeah, they were in a state, but the television championship was never <laughs> defended again. It was just. It disappeared yeah. after that. That was Vince Russo's idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell. So it's reboot, you, you but the television made, title's gone. You could have made that into a big thing that, like, strip every one of the belts and then have, like, a fucking massive pay-per-view with all these belts on the line for... I think they did. But it wasn't but it a massive work. pay-per-view because it was WCW and they fuck everything up. We have the WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships. That's pretty cool. Awesome, right? It was founded in March 2001 in a tournament that was won by Alex Skipper and Kid Romeo. The belt was abandoned eight days later. I'm going to say, in March, in March 2001, which is literally, what, a few days before they were bought? Eight days before they were Wait, bought. Wait, yeah. so, so, what? Wow. Was, what about go out on a hurrah? Wait, wait, let's say, when a, okay, when a business is bought, it doesn't yeah. just happen. No. It's not just like, okay, I bought you now. Yeah. WCW knew they were going to sell to WWF at this point. Yeah, they yeah. would have known, known for a solid month beforehand. At least. Well, 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 the last eight days, let's make a new belt. Probably <laughs> longer than that. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, Eric Bischoff was trying to form a consortium to buy it himself, but that fell through like late on. But like you say, all this negotiating would have been going on for months. months. The last pay-per-view they ever had called Greed, the tournament final, was held to crown champions. Greed. Uh, Wait, did they, have, did they say they had another one called Sin? Yeah, they were going after the... Right, the seven... Deadly yeah. Sins, yeah. So it started with Sin, there was Greed. I don't think there was envy. any others, but they would have gone for Envy and Lust and all that other shit that goes with it. Oh, did you kind of like the idea of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with the idea of that, but... I it, think it sounds shit. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> Fucking get hell. Get out. Eight days later, on the final Nitro... Another team won it, so yeah, there was two. So even though it was only eight days, there was, there was two, two holders. holders. Yeah, and you know what? The first team, freaking, what the fuck? We could have been, we we had the championship forever. Yeah, but no, they had to lose it. Lost it on, on the, the last, last nitro, one. and yeah, the the belts were just abandoned when WWF bought it out. They were never appeared on well, TV. They had enough belts, didn't want. Oh yeah, they didn't want to add any more fucking belts. Well, to be fair, I'm fine were, with were, that. Were they still toting the light heavyweight title at the time, not a cruiserweight title? It was, yeah. It so, was, so they, they would have gone. Well, we don't want cruiserweights because we've got yeah. the light yeah. heavyweight. Although which... they did bring in the cruiserweight title at that time to rival the light well, heavyweight, yeah, and so... eventually the cruiserweight. Did they unify at the end? Then they did unify. Yeah. On to the WCW Hardcore Championship. Ooh, complete ripoff of the WWF Hardcore Championship, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yay! July nineteen ninety nine lasted to January two thousand and one. 
And when, when we're talking about... Is that when the WCW was bought out? No, no, no. Or? It was a couple of months before. Okay. But the final champion... Well, first of all, the first champion was Norman Smiley, who won it in a tournament final against Brian Nobbs from the Nasty Boys. Mm-hmm. The last champion, again, not going to mention him just yet, he won it at WCW Sin, a pay-per-view in January 2001. A week later, he entered the WWF Royal Rumble. <laughs> so the WCW Hardcore Champion was yeah. in the WWF Royal Rumble yeah. the next week. Yes. They... He didn't take the belt with him. What year was oh, that? 2001. So there's your last champion. Entered the 2001 Royal Rumble. <laughs> so yeah, WCW just abandoned the title after that. Once the champion walked out, didn't bother <laughs> crowning a new champion. They just gave up. Who was it? Well, not that it mattered anyway, because we'll a few months out. after that, they got bought out. True. So, true. Unless the scene, maybe they knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, sure, yeah. I think, yeah, the stories of a lot of wrestlers knew months prior yeah. that they were going to get bought out. He just... oh, it's crazy to think, like, a week later, That's a it. champion... Well, I suppose it's not the weirdest thing in the world, but not just the we've fact seen that he champions was... move yeah. from one to another, but... Yeah, not the fact that he was champion, the fact that he won that belt. He won the belt. And a pay-per-view then... one week, and then a week later, another pay-per-view, he just Brilliant. turns up as an entry in the Rumble. Did he win the Rumble? No, he did not. Okay, so it's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also happened with the WCW World Heavyweight Belt when Benoit won it at pay-per-view in 2000. His contract expired the very next day. He vacated the belt and went to WWF. Why would you let the person whose contract's going to run out? Because, let's be honest, we all know it's scripted, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck would you let the guy who knows the contract's going to run out, why would you let them win it? When you know they can just fuck off with it the next I day. I think it was a hook to try and keep Benoit around. Like, hey, you got the heavyweight belt now, stick with us. But no, he, he was gone. <laughs> he, yeah. He turned up, I think he turned up on Raw that very next night as one he, of the Radicals. He did, yeah. Yeah. So was he technically still champion at that point? I Ooh. don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to watch that Nitro to see what happens. If they wait till the very end of the night... Can you watch all the crown. Nitros on mm-hmm. the network? Yeah. yeah. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. That's mm. so much to watch. Yeah, there's, there's fucking like millions and millions hours worth of footage on the network. It's oh, mad. I don't, know where, I don't know where to start with a lot of it. No. Yeah. The WWF Hardcore Championship. Which was still considered an incredibly inferior belt within the WWF. <laughs> oh, it, was yeah. like, it was like the joke belt. It was. It was terrible. But... Brilliant at the same time. Like I've got nothing written down for this, so you guys just talk well, about what you want. I know the first one. You know, you know the first one it was. No, no, actually, mankind. He, he was, was given the belt by Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who he lost it to though. Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man in a ladder match, which is quite unusual for a hardcore title to be defended as a ladder match. But it wasn't twenty four seven at that point. It was just <laughs> every match was hardcore. But was the hardcore always twenty four seven? No. That is literally what I just said. <laughs> you did literally just say that. <laughs> I did watch that WrestleMania with the 24-7. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. It's fun, isn't it? But it is. That's why it wasn't taken seriously. I believe a, a woman won it that night. A woman, loads of women um, won it. Ooh, it was... Well, it, it 24 hour lasted till the end, didn't it? Yeah, it 2002, did, yeah. I think, about... 99, like late 99, wow. so... Okay, so Two and a half, three years. So, so basically, Crash Holly was the face of the Hardcore Championship for three years? Yeah. I mean, well done, Crash Holly. Yeah, he did well. I mean... He made a name off it. I mean, I mean yeah. some wrestlers came in and um, the 24-hour rule was just kind of 
put on hold. Like, yeah, Big Show, I think, won it. Big Show, Rob Van Dam when he was yeah. champion, not many people cashed in on yeah. cashed in. I'm talking about money in the bank now. <laughs> not many people surprised Rob Van Dam. Undertaker. Oh, know. yeah, when Undertaker won it, yeah. Wait, wait, Undertaker was hardcore yeah. champion. Yeah, Kurt yeah. Angle was That's hardcore champion. That suddenly gained legitimacy. They tried occasionally to give it yeah. their legitimacy. The last championship, the first one from a promotion that we don't really know too much about. I mean, they're on the network. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I don't smoke Mountain Wrestling. So it's Jim Cornette's yeah. promotion. Um, they had a belt called the Television Championship, which is, again, quite standard. Okay. But theirs was a bit different. They called it the... They called it the Beat the Champ Television Championship. Now, what that meant was that... Isn't that the idea of all championships? <laughs> yeah, kind, yeah, of. kind <laughs> of. Yeah, you have to beat the champ. The, the unique part of it is... Well, the first champion was Tracy Smothers. Um, he defeated Jimmy Golden in a tournament final. And what happened was, every week on TV, he had to defend it. That's quite interesting, actually. No, but it, it had but, to. But it ruins the belt. Uh, no, well, what happened was, every week they would randomly draw an opponent for him so he could face anyone on the roster. Okay, that's big uh, And if you're getting paid, like, every time you're on, yeah. you're going to want that belt because you're going to be want, want to be on every week. The very next point, every match he would win, you get $1,000. Whether that's legitimate or not, I don't know. Yeah, but it's said it, yeah. The idea of it. If he defended the belt five times, so if he so if he won it and then four defences, yeah. Yeah. he would get a bonus of $5,000, but he would then have to vacate the title for somebody else to Oh, do. so he can only win it five, keep okay. it five times. Exactly. I suppose that's all right. It keeps it fresh. Although... But they shouldn't have... I don't think they should have called it a championship. They could have, they could have gave it another name. Yeah. yeah. Championship. No. It's not a championship then. No, it's true. It's like a contest. That's yeah, contest, yeah. yeah. Which I'm absolutely fine but I like the idea and I think they could bring it back really. Like, the like idea of it, they could, bring, yeah. they could use the idea of it into something else. That could definitely be like a little jobbers contest, couldn't it? Yeah. People that aren't doing little much. Mid, little mid-card. Yeah. yeah. People that aren't doing much, haven't got any shots at the title, aren't really doing much, can just get into this exactly but what I think they could do would be to have if you defended it five times you would then have to vacate the title like the beat the champ but you'd get a heavyweight title shot or a, a shot at a belt of your choice maybe or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah and, and yeah and the interesting is they could so you said they picked their name randomly yeah they could pick someone from Raw Smackdown or NXT exactly or UK or Maybe not UK. No. <laughs> I thought I was trying to push Well, well I asked me people, you know, who are in the arena. Exactly, who they can get there yeah. and then. But yeah, no, I like that because you could, first of all, you could get a random, you get a surprise of, oh, a guy's just been called up or they've just signed a new guy and now he's got a shot at this title. Then if someone defends it five times, they've got a shot. If, if you say a heavyweight title, I would say one of the, like either the mm. Intercontinental or the I think US. It, I think it has to be heavyweight to make this as legit, legit yeah, as possible. You could, end, you could end up with jobbers. Like, well, no, because you haven't lose. Remember, it's oh, still yeah, scripted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're picking a random name. Okay, so it's, it's not really random. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to yeah. decide. For example, then, you could have someone come out of NXT yeah. into the WWE yeah. and their push is for them to go through this contest yeah. and win five matches in a row. And say they get to that last match and all of a sudden it's, wow, if he wins this match, he gets a shot at the heavyweight title. I think it should increase it from five to ten. Is this the kind, of, well this the kind yeah. of push that Jinder Mahal should have had before he won? It would oh. make more sense. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I just think it's I a good I'm not against it. Well, it, it gets, but, and, and they could do it in a good way. They could either make the guy who's 
being called up or like put in the tournament as a bad guy yeah. and he wins that back heelishly yeah, yeah. or he could be an underdog exactly. who like you know fucking prevails through that's it you could even switch it where you've got a baby face that's won it three you know he's, he's down to his last match and then he cheats he the cheats end. to win to make sure he gets it turn heel this sounds, this sounds like the kind of contest Dean Ambrose would love I, to be honest, the plucky underdog. It sounds like a good idea. That's a good idea. That's that's We've had a couple of good ideas. That's yeah. it. Because if you've got no big rivalry going on for the heavyweight title, then all right, let's have this guy winning or, five times. We've got a match for the pay per view. Gives you a tag. T- gives a tag team member a chance to push off a singles career. You could have a tag team face each other. Oh my god, you could. You couldn't. You could have, and that could be like a storyline. Exactly. As well. Jeff Hardy wins it. Matt Hardy's the random name drawn. Uh, sorry, Jeff beats Matt. Matt breaks himself. <laughs> no, I just, Delete! I even just even think... a Matt would win every... Oh, in yeah. a real match, yeah, Matt would. would win every time. Yeah. Even though Jeff's won the more prestigious yeah. belts than Matt ever did. stupid, isn't it? So if you're listening out there, WWE, there's an idea for you. I want to see this implemented in the next year. I hope Kurt Angle's listening to this. What was, was that? That was fucking terrible. What was that? You are so fucking tone deaf. You sound like a Nokia ringtone. <laughs> no, a Nokia ringtone has more tones than that. <laughs> da, 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 that's what you did. Da, da. See, I got it. Did you not get it? So <laughs> monotone. Oh, that was terrible. That was really terrible. Right, come on, let's throw out some belts, other belts. What you want to talk about? Anything comes to mind? European. Yeah. I mean, that's but that's going to go to your point because that got like. What's it called? Unified, Unified with the with yeah, Continental. It, it was the... Yeah, well, they became the Undisputed Champion. Yeah. Wasn't it? The, no, the, no. Well, the Undisputed Champion was the Intercontinental and European belt. Oh, no, was no. It was the, Undisputed was the uh, World and WWE. Yeah, was the, was the Intercontinental European? It was called something. It was like... The Euro Continental. Euro Continental. Oh, but that's when there were two separate belts held Jericho? by the same guy. Dealer Jer- Brown. He held it oh, first. Yeah. Dealer Brown, Jeff Jarrett, and Kurt Angle were the three that oh, held okay. that. But once it was finally unified with the Intercontinental, that was the end of the European lineage. But the, I just like to point out the only reason Where I didn't did mention start? this or any other belt is because they just weren't weird enough. They weren't unusual. They're just um, standard titles, you know. That's the only reason I haven't mentioned. There was no special rules to them or whatever. Anything else? The light heavyweight start and finish. Yeah, that started in '97 as well. That was just there. WWF counteracting cruiserweights in WCW, which was super popular. Takamishinoku was the first one. He was, and he yeah. Was he won it against Brian Christopher? Yeah, in the final at T Generation X in your no. house. No, that was '98. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 This whole world has just come. Oh, right, I'm going to have to explain this because Flamel like. He, he likes to think he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's the man. He's the man that knows all the things. And for him to have just been wrong there, you could literally see that moment where his world just shattered. I want to wiki it. <laughs> I want to wiki it. No, I wiki it. I'm pretty sure the generation oh. in your house was in '98. The end of '98. Please. I was going to type Takamishinoku in and see when he won the belt. That is such a long way out about doing it. It's not. It's called Takamishinoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played. There we go, I've got it. <laughs> this is where we find out Flamel's right now, isn't it? I don't think you are. I don't know, I didn't say. <laughs> Liam was right. Yes! <laughs> Woo! I don't know if there was one in... I don't think it was one in 97. Rusty, I would just like to say, 
I forgive you for making me doubt myself. I mean, it, it, he did win it against Brian Christopher, though. He did, yeah, tournament five. I was right about that. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Any other belts we'd like to bring up? Oh, what happened to it? Well, I... Oh, well, Tucker lost it to Christian. Christian lost it to Gilberg. Yeah. Gilberg lost it to... I don't know after yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Has there been any notable like, heavyweight... X-Pac? I'm annoyed that you called him X-Pac. It's X-Pac. We're going to have a fallout soon, aren't we? He <laughs> <laughs> says it in his song, it's X-Pac. X-Pac! Yeah, you said it! <laughs> Jerry Lynn, he was a notable champion. <laughs> you don't know who Jerry Lynn is. I have a fucking clue. <laughs> don't you always get a list of the champions up now? Yeah, go for it. So I'm, on for li- it. I'm on the list. Oh, there's a lot more to this than we think. Are you talking about the prehistory? The prehistory. The, the first, a first official, which is the recognised by the New Japan wrestling. Yeah. It was Pero Aguero. It went in 1981. Ooh. And then that was, you know, champions all the all know. in Japan. Never seen in the WWF. No. And then that was that was vacated in 1997 by Shinjiro Otani in brought- August 1997, and then. Brought over to in WWF. December '97, so a month later. Wow! Tackle won it, then Christian oh, Gilbert. So you can trace it back much um, further. Scotty than... Tuati won it. Crash. Dean Malenko. Jeff was Hardy won it. Yeah, that's not to, surprising. To Jerry. Did you say Crash? Yeah. Oh. Allegedly weighing four hundred pounds. Oh. Crash. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, there is one more name. Actually... One notable name in the prehistory. I want you just to click on the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, find the Pegasus Kid and tell us who that is. Pegasus Kid. There's there's Fishman. <laughs> no, not Fishman. Although I kind of want to know who that is now. <laughs> didn't say Pegasus Kid, man. Did oh, it? there it is. Pegasus Kid. Pegasus Kid. Holy balls, it's Chris Benoit. <laughs> what? Christopher Michael Benoit. <laughs> While he was in New Japan, he won the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Wow. I like how you kept really quiet about that and just kind of dropped it on us. Yeah, yeah, I like to be a surprise. What, what, what did Chris Wilder do as well? I don't know. Did he do anything notable? No, nothing uh, really. Did, did he? He I think he retired and uh, <laughs> I think he's, uh, he sells used cars now. <laughs> <laughs> now it is time for us to induct somebody into the Gems of Wrestling Hall of Fame. First of all, we're going to pick, what, three championships each? Well, we, we have to agree on one championship. Yeah. So we'll pick all, we'll, we'll all pick three, and then if we all just pick one of them, that one, that yeah. one, that one becomes it. But, we, you know, that, that might not, happen. Then, then we can, you know... We'll work it out. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. Have to, we're going to have to work something out. So from there, we're going to look at the final champion that held that belt, and that person will be our inductee this week. My, my three picks are is the Canadian heavyweight... <laughs> Just because <laughs> it say has that. to be, doesn't it? It has to be. Uh, yeah. The million dollar. Okay. I, think was, I like that belt. Yeah. And the hardcore WWF hardcore. Yeah, you got to be specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. WWF hardcore. I'll, I'll, I'll pass it to pass. <laughs> pass oh. it to pass. <laughs> pass to pass. <laughs> really, it should have been Flemmel first, then to me, and then I passed it to you, and you just dunk it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flemmel said he's not got, he's not part of our tag team. No, I'm not. Um, that upsets me. Uh, I'll, I'll go have the WWF Hardcore. Well, we've done, so yeah. if you pick that, that's all. Million, that's not sorted. Million dollar. Uh, and oh, that's okay. the one. 
and the NW. Oh no, because that's not an option, is it? The NWA World Heavyweight, because we said the imposter belt was the. Well, yeah, the imposter one. one. Yeah, I don't like the imposter one. All right, but which one is the imposter? The imposter one was the, Cause the not fin- the big gold. N- yeah, but that was called the WCW heavyweight. Yeah, but that was that that the, was only made because the real yeah. heavyweight was taken with but, Ric Flair. But where did that lineage go? With Ric Flair, the physical bell of the international world heavyweight championship does. But the title itself, the lineage doesn't mm-hmm. care. And the WCW television is going to be my other one. You want to find out who put it in a bin? Is that is that why? Yeah. Well, we're going to find out oh, anyway. We're going to find out anyway. But... <laughs> oh yeah, we are. All right, your picks, Flemerold. You're going to get us out of, out of the way and just say the hardcore title. <laughs> <laughs> you might not pick it on purpose now. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Beat the Champ Television okay. Championship. Oh, okay. Personal favorite. Is it because you like the name? Yeah. I'm going to go for the ECW Fuck the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, yeah, for the name. Damn, the name's great. Yeah. And finally, I have to go for one that was... You don't have to. I do, because I've got a lot of nostalgia for this last one. Is the WWF Hardcore Championship. Oh, there we go. So that one's it. I had to do it because just growing up, it was so fun. It was, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's the one we all picked. So who was the very last WWF Hardcore Champ? Technically, WWE hardcore champ. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Technically. You know yeah. what I mean. Right, Rusty, would you like to induct him? Because uh, Yeah, I will happily induct Rob Van Dam into our Hall of Fame. Oh, we'd already said this earlier, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> so, yeah, Rob Van Damme. Shot. Without, so doing any, without mentioning him, we haven't talked about him. No. Nope. He's but just there. He's in. He's in it because he's, but, he was the last champion of one of our favourite belts. But <laughs> we are all also very happy about that because Rob Van Damme probably deserves to be in it. Oh, Rob Van Damme's a fucking legend in his own right. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. In my top five favourites. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so can me and... Uh, no, it's needed. Ask you, yep, for like because I, I don't really care about all the winners. No, no, you just and ask me. I don't me. think you do either. No, not all of them. But if I ask you certain ones, I will tell you who they were. Okay. Yeah. So to start with, what was the first one? Was oh, I wanted the million dollar championship one. Oh yeah, the final. I, th- I think it was Stone Cold. The million dollar championship was held by obviously Teddy Biasi. He lost it to Virgil and won it back. He awarded it to the ringmaster Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And the final champion was Ted DiBiase Jr. He was the one that... You little bitch. What? He won it like in 2011. 2010, actually. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, that's when it was abandoned. When Ted DiBiase Sr. got it back, went to give it to his son, say, look, you're the champion. Here it is. He said, no, I don't want it. <laughs> Disappeared. Brilliant. Brilliant. Next. Uh... TV. Did Stunning Steve... Also win that. Yes, he did. Did he beat Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat for that? Well done. Good knowledge. Where's that? Where the hell did that come from? WWE 2K16. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's got a whole like story arc thing for Stone Cold. So okay. So the final world WCW Television Champion was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He found it in a bin after Scott Hall had put it in the bin. Decided he didn't want to be the Television Champion. Uh, what about the Canadian Heavyweight? Dino Bravo. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that doesn't get old. It really doesn't. Who won between Sting and Ric Flair for the WCW 
heavyweight versus proper style. Yeah, <laughs> Ric Flair. So technically, Ric Flair was the last international world heavyweight champion because he unified it. Who was the last WCW hardcore champion? The one in the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Forgot about this. That's what I remember. Well, I'll give you his WCW name first. Okay. Meng. What? Meng. That was his WCW name. Is it Jimmy Wang Yang? <laughs> <laughs> no. He turned up in the Royal Rumble. Surprise entrant. He was Haku. Oh. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> oh. Haku. Are you a bit disappointed by that? I was a bit disappointed by that. I wanted to be someone like really weird. Uh, so, who was the WCW Cruiserweight Champion? Tag well, Team. Last one. After King well, Romeo and Alex Skipper lost the belts after holding them for eight days, it was Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman. Oh, that's fair enough, isn't it? Brilliant tag team. Two great workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Billy Kidman's his shooting star press never looked good. I love this shooting star. He press. always landed it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he always it. landed it at an angle. It's not as good as Neville's, is it? Oh, no, no, yeah. definitely not. Uh, anything else you'd like to ask before we close this segment no. and close the show? No, yeah, I don't really care about any of us. Okay. They're all a bit shit. Sweet. If anyone else wants to uh, email us, get hold of us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Any other belts that we didn't mention? Yeah. Could, Tell about. us and we can mention it in the next episode or down the line somewhere. Yeah, or we could ignore it completely. Either way, let us know. Yeah. Another whole bunch of gems have been unearthed. Yeah. All defunct and unusual. Nice bag of gems. Oh, yeah. (laughs) bag of gems. You're all welcome for that. That Brilliant, Rusty. Thank you. A bag of gems has been unearthed. (laughs) But there are millions more still buried. Till next time, I've been Flemerald. I've been No Gimmicks Needed. I've been Rusty Pudding. And if you can't be defunct, be unusual. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It can't be the first being unusual. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but we're using it. Yeah.
Yeah. 